Hello, Losers! Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ellis for Losers, a pop culture and reality TV roundup. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jaro. Hello, Jessica Jardin. Hi, Marcy Jaro. Happy birthday. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. What a treat. Not to brag. I got to spend your birthday with you. Yes. We went to our friend Trisha's house mm-hmm. and we watched Spencer, which was not what we were expecting. No. I mean, we expected to watch Spencer. We yes. weren't expecting the movie to be like it was. It was. Uh, well, I sent you that TikTok today about it. It was like oh, a lot more like. I didn't get it. Oh, I thought I sent you something. Um, It was it was about how it was like more psychological horror (laughs) oh wait yes you did then like a biopic basically yeah Yeah. i was like oh yeah that's how i would describe it it's very funny earlier i was calling it a biopic 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 like biopic i think some people might say that i might be saying it wrong no 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 i you're saying it you said it right and i was that's why i was commenting that i called it biopic um but yes it was i thought it's gonna be the life of diana but Mm -hmm. it was just a weekend of her life it was very much like Jackie, I would say, where it's like this. I mean, in the case of that, it's this really historic weekend or window for Jackie um, with the assassination. But in the same way of like this couple days in their yes. life and it very just sort of like almost real time. Yes. Kind of a thing. Just a lot of talking with this breathy. very breathy British accent. Oh, no. I oh. mean, the petrol station. Oh, oh my father's jacket. <laughs> oh. Um, we hilariously, all three were watching it for at least like 20 some odd minutes. None of us could understand or hear it. Uh-uh. And I was like, well, I don't want to say if they're following it, I don't want to be the one to say that I can't understand anything anyone's saying. I resigned and, myself to just be like, well, I guess I'll watch it later if I want to hear what's happening. <laughs> I was like, I'm kind of gathering. And then finally, and also to be fair, our friend Trish has small children. And I think we both didn't want to be like, can you please crank it? Um, Your kids will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally she was like, can you guys hear it? And we were like, no. <laughs> I truly like have to watch the crown with subtitles on because like yeah. the slight accent, the That's slight accent will really throw me off too but anyway that was my birthday happy birthday i'm so glad you were born thank um, you yeah what a treat um sometimes uh i really i really am glad i was born too you know <laughs> sometimes she got sounds hesitant but you know, i'll take it i'll take know. it <laughs> um so um jess how have you been really good how was thanksgiving thanksgiving was great um my sister came down from the bay area for anyone who's been following this wild journey um my sister lived abroad in dubai for like 11 years um never visited because i'm a bad sister but they it's it's really far it's far um and they moved to my sister her husband and her two kids they moved to the bay area and so this is like the first this was like the first thanksgiving i've spent with them or her or anybody other than Tim and my parents in like a decade. Wow. So it was a really big deal to have other people there, um, let alone like my like a toddler and a teenager and stuff. Oh, and it was very thrilling. A very cool teenager. A very cool teen. My niece is very, very cool. Um, She wants to be on the pod at some point. I told her we'd work it out on one of her visits. Would love it. Would love it. Um, but it was really nice. It was, we just had it at home and uh, really not super noteworthy, just like other than people 
being around for the first time in a decade. Um, how was your week? How was your holiday? I mean, I went to Trish. It's just been a lot of time at Trish and Eugene. So <laughs> that's a great place to be. That's that's my deal. Um, but yeah, it was nice. Uh, very low key. And yeah, we did it. I, I'm just into low key. I think I said it last night, like last year, I was kind of having like a moment of panic. I was like, I don't know that I have many close friends. And then this year I was like, oh, I don't need a lot of close friends. Oh, I think that's like the one of the, you know, I don't, I always get a little nervy saying like silver lining of a thing that killed so many humans. Um, so I'm aware, but I do think one, a positive to have come out of such a horrible period. Oh, we out of it? To be coming out of it. Oh, I, I know we're not out of it. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, honey. I know, you know what I'm saying. Oh, honey, I think we're in the middle. Oh my God. Marcy, my point. I watched a very upsetting TikTok today. My point <laughs> okay. is that from the quarantine <laughs> period of it all, yes, of just yes. like that we learned like, because it was only the people who wanted to really put in the effort to see you and like get tested or do distance yes. things. And it was so much more, we talked about this before, but it was just so much more like vulnerable to be like, Hi, I really want to be your friend. I would really like to see you. Um, so I think it that by default, like trimmed things down so yeah. much. But it means that the people that you see, you've like gone through so much to prove like, I would really like to see you. Yes. Um, and I so I think it makes those even if they're smaller numbers, they feel like so much more meaningful. There's no like, we should get coffee stuff. It's yeah. like, no, we're not getting coffee. Just the circle of acquaintances that you're like, oh, yeah, exactly. That you're like, oh, my God. And then you feel guilty. And it's like, that's OK. Yeah, it's fine. I like them. They like me. We don't need to know each other more than that. No, I've got those people. We, yeah, it's great. I'll go to Trisha's house. Yeah, we'll just go to Trisha's house. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Nicole and I although we don't get to socially hang out a lot we have had so many more phone calls than, oh interesting than normal is she a big phone person are you a big phone person are you she's both? a phone person and I don't mind it I don't mind it I tend to not initiate it yes yeah um, but every now and then I'll just call you. I'll be like, whatever. I'll I call. love get. I love getting an unexpected phone call. Oh, all the time though, because sometimes it's bad. Oh yeah, not all the time. There is a person who I am not necessarily a close friend with. I would say more of an acquaintance. And every yeah. now and then they call me, and I'm like, this is insane. Oh yes, there's a category. It's it's mostly about can we get off the phone when I'm ready to get off the phone. Yeah, and there there's definitely someone I love and know who loves to talk on the phone but my panic when the phone rings is like I don't I won't be able to get off the phone yeah that it'll just pass by but what a treat I love that you guys are having little phone dates that's so nice it's usually just like out of the it's not a date it's just like out of the blue there's an issue that she needs like some to gab about she's talk about something so yeah um more phone calling less friends guys no no Honestly, new friends <laughs> that's a good life mantra yeah More phone calls less friends <laughs> less friends although i have made like like friends acquaintances into friends too yeah there was a shift for me i mean i could we could talk forever i f making friends in adulthood especially at this age is i think one of the more fascinating life experiences it's so hard it's so hard i feel like it is so vulnerable uh and it is so perplexing especially because if you think about a lot of your early friendships you're still so malleable yeah that differences don't really 
seem like that big of a deal because you're like, well, maybe I like that too. But if you're coming in today with whatever your beliefs, whatever system of ethics and morals you walk into and you're like, wow, that person and I are not aligning in some areas. And can you just accept that and move forward? It's like it becomes a thing where it's like, if you don't keep like literally the same hours, (laughs) you become, it becomes, I have friends who are so much like me, 80% overlap, but you know, let's say they have small kids and our hours are just slightly off even like I don't keep any I don't keep strange hours by any means but compared to someone with let's say like a baby or something and it's like oh that friendship is impossible yes <laughs> like it's hard to maintain has nothing to do with how much we want to see each other don't want have in common don't have in common it's like oh I don't have those windows our windows don't overlap <laughs> sorry we don't have a window I will say though as someone who has friends with older kids not like that old but like it, lessens, it does get better. It lessens over time. It definitely gets better. I'm learning that. And they feel more comfortable being like, that may be fine. Yes. Let's go out. Yes. It is marked. Uh, and I and now I, I'm used to that. More. You need more friends on a second kid. I know. It's that second kid that really loosens them up. It's happening. I would say mo- I have a lot more friends having either recently had or having their second kid. Yeah. It's either they need to get to the age of five or they need a second one. <laughs> Guys, don't forget your childless friends are hanging out. We're here. We're ready and waiting when your schedule clears up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't want to be sandwiched into anything weird, though. We're like, <laughs> yeah, but- please don't kind of like uh, just lob us together with other activities or other people because that was free for you. Uh, we're not. This is literally not about anyone specific. Too. Oh, my God. Not at all. I'm no. literally not thinking of a single person. I know. We're just saying we uh, also like you and I both have a particular thing where we don't like uh fitting us in we don't like yes. when friends fit us in yes like when you're like two birds we get one a little stoning. indignant we're kind of like feel deserving of our own window absolutely <laughs> absolutely one of my like dearest friends like was always inviting her husband and I was like okay this is the thing is you chose him and I didn't so <laughs> he's fine I think he's fine but also like if I want to talk to you and get real scream in my style okay tell me how you would react to this and then we can move on tim told me like a week ago he was like a guy he's met a couple times who's a musician um i won't i was about to say who he is i shouldn't say who he jack is. Johnson, jack yes. johnson yeah <laughs> i don't know what that was exactly who came to my mind I first love that choice jack johnson um a musician not not anybody famous or anything but just a, a working musician I had met through friends of friends and it, he is a big comedy fan tim's a big music fan so they had chatted a bunch about like hanging out and he invited him to get lunch in in los Feliz here at um all time and mm. tim was like i'm gonna go meet blank for lunch and i was like great and then when he told me about it i was like how was lunch how was lunch and he was like well he had said that um there might be some another friend stopping by, but because uh, he doesn't live in town, actually, the guy he was meeting up with. Basically, Tim said he arrived at lunch with this. So he doesn't know him. This is their first time okay. really having a one on one hang. The two other people were invited who also didn't know each other. This person invited Tim and two other people who one was like a music journalist and one was like, I think, an entertainment lawyer or something like who he was friends with and invited all three of them to a sit down lunch, not a bar like drinks hang like I've done the thing like that where it's like I'm in New York. I'll be here tonight. Come by if you can or something. A sit down daytime lunch 
with three strangers. That's baffling. I was like, oh, I would have been livid. I would have absolutely left. That's so weird. And he was like, oh, it was really nice. We all got along really well. And I learned a lot. And I was like, you're so much more open-minded than me. That would make, I would have been spiraling in anxiety. <laughs> like, I cannot tell you. Like, realizing that they didn't also know each other and that everybody was realizing. But maybe that's the best way to do that. Maybe. He had a really good time. And I was if like. If it were like, oh, these are like your two friends yeah. and I'm third wheeling, but I wanted to get to know you. But if we're all like, kind of like, hey, we're getting to know each other it is like i guess that's true it's like an even playing field of like get to know you yeah maybe the guy the famous musician who you won't tell me who it is (laughs) not famous maybe they're just nervous and needed a little like oh i need someone to take the pressure off i just found it fascinating yeah i wouldn't love it i wouldn't love it i need to know who it is pause pointless task i don't know i don't know who that I is know you wouldn't know i don't know who not it is. exciting person look um i'm trying to make friends with celebrities uh, i would with, tell you if it was with a good one. big big timers you yes, know what i'm saying I, <laughs> I gave you as many signs as i could it wasn't gonna be a good reveal. well whatever um, speaking of musicians oh wait no there's news i was gonna um, there's news before the news which is just that real housewives of orange county shall be returning well it's returning the this Tonight. week that yeah that you will be listening or well no the day early well it's for us in this moment it is coming on tonight yes however we are recording a day early so right. you guys won't hear us talk about it till next we week. didn't get there uh things had to get shifted around so we will be adding in uh orange county the which return is great of Heather because potomac is over they're so good at this yes they're, i mean the pre- I mean, precision they got people whose job is to schedule so it's thank really god good. it didn't used to be like this i know it'd be like wide like swaths where you would just be housewives lists yeah now one one exit it's just a full revolving door and then we get uh salt lake back next week mm-hmm. as well we had a little break from salt lake um and I'm very excited. Uh, I've always have mixed feelings about Orange County, but the Heather Dubrow of it all is promising. And I, I am excited to see what, what she brings. Also, the worst ones are gone. I know. I think it will feel really cleansing. Here's the thing. There's always a new enemy to find. Yeah. Yeah. I walk into every room and I say, who is my enemy in here? <laughs> we'll see each other later. <laughs> always pick when you guys when you enter a crowded room okay you must first pick the person you could fall in love with and then an enemy oh my god i love this everything will be better with both of those things work environment office like romance doesn't have to be real it just just be like the that's my like fun to think on like my yeah your office crush or maybe your what they say the office husband or whatever um that's that that is not always romantic right Mm-hmm. And then an enemy. Oh my god! What? So what would be the terms if you haven't spoken to someone and you walk into a room, just their vibe, like just like that is that vibe is not for me. I can tell pretty fast. <laughs> I can tell pretty fast. I don't do anything to the enemy. I just you've know. identified. I just know it. Okay. Have you ever had your enemy come and try to interact? And be like, oh my god! I put do. out strong vibes. <laughs> Reminds me of um, you know, one of my favorite things, and it's not to mock a cultural thing that people be- are be- love, but you know, when I my sister lived in Turkey for a while, and I learned about the evil eye. Uh huh. I love the concept of the evil eye so much because it's the smartest marketing plan I've ever heard in my life. Which is that you know you put them everywhere, you hang them in your car, you hang them in the window, and when they break, 
it means they worked. It caught an evil eye. Ah. So if they ever crack, it means someone was like shooting an evil eye at you and it's like, it now, caught it and protected you. Interesting uh, because my friend Riza, uh-huh. our friend, I saw know. Riza yesterday. Oh, wow. She was at my work. Oh, uh, she my came God. in for a shoot. Um, well, she has, I've seen her wearing evil eye jewelry. So for her birthday one year, I got my friend Jana uh, from Rutherford Falls, mm-hmm. who's an plug. amazing beater. Oh my God, her stuff's incredible. She does really great bead work. Um, and I was, <laughs> it's funny because I had to actually explain what the evil eye was to Jana because she was like, funny. is this cultural appropriation? <laughs> and I was like, fair question. <laughs> or she was like, is this like a weird thing? She just because it's like to call it an evil eye yeah. is confusing. But Riza told me years ago that you're not supposed to buy them for yourself. You're mm. supposed to be gifted them. That could be true. But yeah. I don't know that that's true. So if anyone knows about evil eyes, you can tell me. I definitely bought some and then I definitely broke some, but it just always was, I just loved the concept so that it was like, I love this idea of like looking around and being like, who sent that? Do you know that was a whole like arc of OC years ago? Somebody shot an evil eye. They were like wearing evil eye hats and stuff. They're like, it was like evil. Like they were talking about evil eyes the entire season. Uh, I feel hip, even though that's old. Um, hip to be square. All right, let's do some news. There's some news. There's some news. It's funny because over the holidays, it's sometimes you get lost. And you're like, what happened when and where? But can we never forget mm. Kanye doing his Thanksgiving service where he wrote very, he actually put pen to paper and actually thoughtfully explained how god was gonna bring kimye back together yes this was tough he was at the la mission which is great and he was dropping off a thousand meals um for skid row um which is obviously a a lovely thing to be doing uh this family has ties to la mission because we on a recent keeping up with the kardashians vintage episode they were the little girls were going there with Caitlyn. Yeah. And- I feel like they are the most like public. Like they've appeared in other shows. Like mm-hmm. I feel like LA Mission they is like. They got good PR. They got good PR. Um, but he was there speaking. It, he somehow has like a mic and then gives this like long. He's speaking to like. Anyways, like the context is important. I feel like it's not like. Well, an, yes, a- that was the day before the other. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But it, it just the idea of like it felt like he decided that Thanksgiving was going to be this like PR <laughs> release of like his true feelings about the Kim of it all. Yeah. And then did you but you saw the thing on Thanksgiving, right? I watched part of it, but not all. Of it, it was long. It yeah, was long. I, I gave up. Uh, but essentially saying like at least owning up to his failings as a husband yeah. and not blaming her as much as he has in the past and taking accountability that when he said the thing about I almost aborted yeah. my baby, he was not saying that Kim wanted it. Kim talked him into having north mm. it was he that wanted to he terminate really turned that around like when he because that was definitely framed at the time as like i felt like that was framed as like her wanting it. which is why i never believed it because no. i was like that's not who she is not at all no it's not at all who who any of the kardashians no, are it's not their vibe um yeah i don't think it, it no yeah so yeah he did a whole thing and he even posted pictures on his instagram stories of of him kissing 
Kim on a vacation? Or Kim? Yeah. No, it's Kim kissing him. Mm-hmm. Because he's always been uh, withholding with his whole self. It's just, um, yeah. It's so annoying that this is happening. Like, I, you know, there's one rule about narcissistic men. And the moment they smell you might be moving on or happy without them, they come banging down the door to get you back. And like you pointed out, keep in mind, this man has already been, like, publicly seen with two other women. Like, this is not even, first of all, it doesn't matter if Kim had started dating before or after him. But like he was first out the gate. He was dating Arena. And it's like it does feel so much about control. Yeah. You know, like just the core piece of like she is so visibly happy. Anyone can see that this is like a beautiful period for her. And it just feels so like, ugh. of course, he's like going on like a PR campaign to like tear, tear it down. Even if it is filled with like accountability, it's also about like painting himself as this like abandoned husband. Now, there was a side by side photo of Kim and Kanye at the Wyoming ranch after he said all the things about North, mm-hmm. which was like, what is it a year ago now? Was it a little more than a year ago? A little ago? more, maybe, yeah. Yeah, and her crying in the car oh, as a paparazzi takes a picture. And then the side-by-side was of uh, Kim and Pete, like, laughing in his car. Having the best time. Yeah. Ugh, look, I will continue to root for Kim and Pete. Well, I'll root for Kim. I don't know that I can root for Keith, but but I root for Kim. <laughs> I root for Kim. Uh, I feel like... Pete's gonna like someone said like who does who does Pete date next I guess Oprah oh, I mean, yeah oh Pete Pete dates Oprah next you know I'm just excited that that somebody who's making her laugh and making yes. ha- her happy and seems like light in this moment I also do there's I'm not the first person to say it but I have been saying it since they were divorcing that this will be an Elizabeth Taylor um uh, oh boy oh boy i forgot her husband's burton? name richard burton? richard burton yeah. thing and they will be married again i didn't know you thought that you oh think i him and kanye are gonna get yeah. back together not now oh i believe God. they will be back together at a certain point in their life interesting interesting i think a lot of growth has to happen there could be marriages in between ah. i maybe not for her though I, I i think she might i think they will be back together at some point in their life i think they are fucking soulmates and uh, they are soulmates who are not right for each other in this moment i can see that i can see that i just don't know i don't know i don't not see it <laughs> i think a lot of change it. has to happen but he's yeah. changes he he has changed so much even in a in a year yeah or, or i just think he's like such yeah he's such a narcissist it would just it, there's like so much yeah, he would. He just needs to do a lot of work. She's yeah. a narcissist too. Anybody that famous, yeah, kind of by default is. I'm saying that no, we, this is a, a very fascinating take, and I'm processing it. I think it will even annoy the children. They'll be like, "What are you doing now?" It'll be like um, Giselle and oh Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> They're but not. there's plenty of people who I, I mean you hear people getting married again like 20 years later or i mean we've got benifer 
even if they're not married. I, I agree that it's very possible and like the the fire of their connection and passion is like hard to imagine um, having. But she has severed it right now. Mm-hmm. Well, she should. I, she should be without him right now. I think that's what she, he's feeling though is that she really severed it and he's like, uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. She's not even trying to do the friend thing right now no i think although she's, i think she's doing the you're fine <laughs> which leads into oh, yes. our next story which is that so a two-pronged piece of news um very sadly over thanksgiving uh the designer virgil abloh i apologize if i said his name wrong we always just know him as virgil because he is one of kanye's best friends and mm-hmm. very close with the kardashians yeah very close he was the um lead designer at louis vuitton i believe the first black man to hold that role i also did not realize that he was like a very famous dj um he was a long-standing collaborator with Kanye. He was creative director of the... I didn't even know Kanye had a design agency, but he has a design agency called Donda. He art directed the covers for West's album, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy oh. and Yeezus. Um, and then he was, uh, yeah, the head designer of uh, LVMH to run Louis Vuitton's menswear division. And I, I remembered largely this like very moving video of I think it was his first show as the head designer um and at the end he did like the where the designer walks and everybody was cheering for him and him and Kanye had this like very emotional moment yeah um and that's where I had first heard about him and was like who is this man because they had had a falling out at some point where they weren't friends and that Mm. was then they had I think rekindled their friendship that makes sense. Kanye um, is prone to falling out. But I, so I don't know that I even got to the point. He sadly passed away um, over Thanksgiving. He was having a private battle with cancer. Um, and it was really sad to see. Um, just a really sad loss. And a lot of, a lot of people from all different facets of fashion, entertainment, everybody um, posting about him. And he was clearly like very, very, very beloved. Um, so in the last couple of days, or they had a, not necessarily a vigil. It was it was a tribute in Miami. Um, in Miami, I just already said that. It was technically his like final show for Louis Vuitton. Mm. And Kim and Kanye came with Northwest to pay tribute. Uh, and it was his spring summer 2022 collection, which would have been his final presentation for the brand. And so um, Kim and Kanye coming together with North, uh, doing a united front to uh, honor Virgil, who they obviously like were really close with. This picture of them is wild, Jess. With it all in their black. Well, just like the body language and facial expression where Kanye looks like he is in the moment, like, crying like his face is swollen and hit like the way his jaw is clenched he looks like he is really uh, are you looking at the one oh at the i fashion see it. yeah i get it they were um, seated and then north looks confused and then kim looks she's so closed off mm-hmm. her body language is so closed off you're so right yeah and there is not a wedding ring to be seen this is so they are you know we know they're they're still separate but uh still very nice to be able to 
uh, come together for I, I had wondered that I was like I feel like they would because she had posted a big thing about it and I was curious how this would go so um, very sad yeah uh, really like clearly a, an incredibly talented and he had his own label too called Off White yes that I then immediately saw on Vanderpump when when this week's episode James Kennedy's wearing like a piece of his it was one of those things where it's like I hadn't heard of it of course because I know nothing about cool fashion um and then was like oh there it is um but anyways very sad news but very sad <laughs> there's more sad news connected to <laughs> this family if we just want to knock it out yeah <gasps> oh lord um okay this astral world story like we said when we first started talking about it really only just the beginning of uh, i think what will be like a long road of very difficult stories so the update this past week is that in the immediate aftermath of it travis scott had offered to pay for the funerals um of family members who had died at astral world and I guess not very surprisingly, um, most of these families are rejecting it and making like a very public statement of it. Um, so one of the lawyers said, I find offerings to offering to pay for the funerals, frankly, demeaning and really inappropriate to the magnitude of the tragedy that unfolded. One lawyer said that and that he was trying to lessen the public outcry. And uh, one lawyer called it just straightforward bullshit and said, if you give a shit about these families, you would, wouldn't have to put out a press release for everyone to see saying he's willing to pay for a funeral. Whatever we get from him, we're going to get through the court system. And also, I think it's very smart to not accept any money as it could be seen yeah. as payout. I, I, I would never have thought of that. And immediately I was like, oh, yeah, these like because all these lawsuits have been like yeah, pouring you, in. You can't accept anything. No, of course not. It like never crossed my mind. Yeah. Like if they send flowers, don't write a thank you note. Like accept nothing. Yeah. So, I, I mean, they're obviously I think Kylie posted for the first time maybe this week in a while to just promote like a, her six year lip kit collection or something. It was literally just like three photos of just the lip kits. And I was just like, this is. I, I don't mean to like be crass in any way, but like I am fascinated by like the public play, like especially for people like Kylie, you know, who have huge brands to promote. Like she had apparently scrapped the Christmas collection and uh, this piece of like how how they manage their these their mega brands in light of this horrific event. Like it's still so recent. So who knows? But. It's uh, such a heavy, horrible story. I know. Just, it's just terrible. a horrible, horrible story. Well, I think that was the end of just all of the heaviest, worst news. Yes. <laughs> Did I talk about watching the Shaw Shocker? No, I was hoping you would. Uh, Jin Shaw and the Shaw Shocker? Mm -hmm. Great name. Okay. Can I just say, this is not news. I'm just saying, I should have said it early at the top. Um, guys. I know I said, why aren't we treating Sharif like Erica? Uh, he's definitely more in the know of her crimes mm. than like, there's no way he couldn't know. Yeah. There's no way he doesn't know what, how, why his wife has money. Like he makes hundreds of thousands of dollars a year and she spends hundreds of thousands of dollars a month. So like he should have known like, hey, why does my wife make so much money? And I also now do believe that he is the one who called her and she just is lying about it. That was always my gut instinct because yeah. the way she picks up. Hey, honey. Yeah, she like, I mean, and I know that's what she's trying to cover for by yeah. being like, well, it was his phone, but it wasn't him who said yeah. it. 
It's it was like, him for sure. It's him. Not to be like Sharif's a bad guy, but he was sleeping with a person who probably did some pretty bad stuff. And, you know, there is this out of like, oh, maybe she didn't know what the other because there are other people who've already been prosecuted for things because they like she was concerned, like one of the guys she was working for was a drug dealer who'd already been to prison for drugs. Oh. Um, but there is the out of like she didn't know she was just giving them these lists mm-hmm. and she didn't know what they were for. Not the list, but, you know, whatever they call the thing yeah, where she was like yeah, collecting yeah, yeah. the data databases or whatever. Um, but when her partner, Stu, uh, signed a deal admitting guilt, there is no way it's over that she is getting out of this. That's how the, that's what we like the minute without having watched the doc and knowing the true details. I was like, they don't even talk about that because I don't think in the doc it hadn't happened, it hadn't yet. happened yet. But that's the it's just like to me though, knowing very little, it was like, well, that's the end for her. How would you yeah. play that? We have footage of her being like, you do everything, you make the money, you run things like literally from like two episodes ago. Yeah, I yeah. So it looks really bad for her. And essentially they were uh, calling old people and taking all of their money. Do Is it like the Erica Jane one? Like, do you see the victims? Do you meet them? Some of them. Yeah. Like you see an, uh, like a 90 something year old woman who's like, I have nothing now. Uh, and they're like, they're not getting like their victims are not getting their money back. No, they rarely do. Yeah. So... And it's just like people who were already poor. That's the bad thing. The victims were already people who were trying to like figure out how to make their own money by working from home because they were older and didn't have a retirement. Mm. So that's who they got the most money from. Oh my God. I hate this stuff. Truly, like truly, truly, truly uh, terrible. Also, there was some other terrible stuff about one of the businesses they were working with waterboarding a person. Oh yeah. You said that. I was like, what? And they were like, see, this is an example of, I forget what the analogy was for like, you got to keep fighting to breathe. Like you're fighting to make the sale. I cannot find the logic. I cannot. I mean, I understand the sentence, but what, who allowed, how, what's happening? Very confusing, but it it looks really bad for her. Um, Mm. So, you know, I'm very eager to see how the next couple episodes play out. I she's I think she's one of those true 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 like sociopathic people who can lie to the end. Mm-hmm. And so it will be very helpful for her to never ever budge a mo- for a moment. She- it is so interesting too cuz it's like the great I mean obviously just very different women and lifestyles, but like you can tell there was a certain amount of shock to the Erica Jane of it all because like they clearly had a lot of money and tom was very successful like hand-picking judges for the state of california and so i think that's part of it is like this like what but it seems over and over again already that like that was the immediate part with the other women on the show is they were all like oh, it didn't make sense yeah she spent so much money like what you're saying like knowing what i know about coach shaw's business like everybody seemed on some level or at least like also, you know whitney and lisa and stuff like that they were like yes that didn't add up to me also how sexist were we that like a season ago people were like how wait, how much does a coach make it's like why did we assume it was his money i know we were all like i didn't even think she had a business oh and she don't own that house. she don't own any of those oh houses. they're all rentals yeah right? they're all rentals like, what was the other like interesting thing about it um 
it's just it's you know it's you're definitely like wow what a that lady's bad probably i'm fascinated also truly again what a great oh name. i know what i was gonna say i was gonna say that she you know what do you think she's looking at if she were to be found guilty like how many years say like 10 30 wow it's decades <laughs> god that's it's decades horrific. so yeah that's gonna be bad um well stressful time for her all best right best of luck to her speaking of uh, Housewives, Housewives in the middle of some news. We got a trailer for Real Housewives of Miami. Only on Peacock. Oh my God. So this was announced a little while ago. We knew they were filming it. The turnaround and the, I mean, the amount of content coming out of Peacock. Um, season four of the Bravo turned Peacock series uh, will be airing relatively soon. I don't know the date. It's somewhere in here. Um, also, it's like streaming. So it's yeah, very good. It's not the same. I mean, we, everything I watch is streaming, but whatever. Um, it is some of the same faces. Now, I don't know these na- people as well. I definitely watched the first season. I have never watched it. I, I That's the thing. It wasn't great. It was like the good was so good. And then a lot of it was just like it was. They just weren't. They didn't. It didn't have the zhuzh. Um but I'm very excited, especially because the biggest piece is that they have Larsa Pippen. Yes. Post Kardashian fallout, post cheating scandal with that man. There's so much going on. So uh, Pippen had been on it, I guess, before. Yes. I forgot. So but Larsa. So she was on season one. Then she left. She uh, broke up with Scotty Pippen. A lot's gone on for Larsa that we know. Um, and the trailer looks good. I will. I mean, I'll definitely give it a whirl. Oh, there's nothing I won't watch. Um, and there's a, it definitely feels like they know that we're like most interested in Larsa. So in the trailer, there's a whole thing about her, uh, how she makes 10,000. She says she makes $10,000 a day on her OnlyFans account. And like, what is she really doing on her OnlyFans? Account? I would never tell someone I make $10,000 a day on camera. Cause let me, let me crunch some numbers. I don't know how much that is a year, but <laughs> I'm going to crunch some numbers on that. Let's see. So 365 days a year times 10,000 is 3,600,000, Wait, I don't know how to read. <laughs> I don't know how to read numbers. Really oh, good. Know. Well, how would you say this number? 3,650,000. Ah, uh, really what did they say? 360 million hundreds? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long week. It's I, been a long year. I tell you, the pandemic has really, really made my brain bad. I have, a, as they say, a smooth brain now. <laughs> All my jello turned sticky and hard. <laughs> because you know your brain is like the consistency of jello. It got, you know when jello gets old yes. it gets dried out and gets that like skin on top of it mm, that's my brain <laughs> the last thing i was gonna say is in this trailer there's a grape scene where it looks like they're having a dinner party that goes awry and i don't adriana who i don't remember or know i maybe have vaguely episodes because i do remember her adriana says this screams this at larsa you left this group of women you come back with a butt as big as kim kardashian's trying to become the new kim kardashian which you're never gonna be 
Ooh. Accurate. Accurate. She will never be never happening. She oh my, could never. I guess we have one more. Sorry, this is so housewives heavy. That's all right. Look, it's Look, what's that's, happening. That's what we're doing here. So this um little piece of goss came out this week that Okay, you guys have been listening to a free preview of Ellis for Losers. Ooh, we hope you liked it. Oh yeah. And if you did you can go on over to patreon.com slash L is for losers and you can sign up to listen to our full episodes, mm-hmm. which are quite meaty. <laughs> and we also will have our vintage recaps of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, it's fun. We got a whole lot of stuff there for you. You're going to love what you find. Yeah, it's <laughs> patreon.com slash L is for losers. Bye. <laughs>